I remember when I was a little boy in my village, we had uh, a few sheep, and uh, every evening we had to go search for them and lead them back to their pen. And I remember one day, foolishly as we were, we found it quite exciting. So we decided to bring one out and start chasing it again. And I think the sheep was wiser than we did because the sheep realized that that was not her pen. And that is why we brought her out. So we kept looking, chasing it for hours. And I remember grandma and neighbors coming with lanterns looking for us. And there was no way we were going to go to bed without getting that sheep back into the pen. But we did not tell them what exactly happened. <laughs> and that is typical of, 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 of young lads, you know. But it took us about four hours to get this sheep back to the pen. And uh, after we succeeded in doing that, everybody breathed a sigh of joy and happiness. At last we made it. So I'm wondering if one sheep mattered so much to us, wouldn't any person matter to the Lord? Today we hear in the gospel that the letters and sinners were all drawing near to listen to Jesus. They were the outcasts. Probably the letters of that time would be our celebrities today because they were, they were very rich. They were very influential. But the Pharisees saw them as collaborators of the pagan Roman administration and they extorted money by the use of the Roman soldiers from their own citizens. So nobody liked them. They were ostracized. So if anybody was seen as a public sinner, that person was marginalized from the community, especially the Pharisee community. They would never trust you. They will never entrust an orphan to you. They will never even agree for any of their kin to marry you. So you could see what was happening here. Unfortunately, Jesus, as a rabbi, had gathered around these people and he's talking to them. He's eating with them. Why? Because he said they gathered to listen to Jesus. What were they listening to? They were listening to the good news of repentance. They were listening to the good news of the kingdom. They were looking at how Jesus is telling them that they are not doomed, but they have the chance. The chance to be saved. They love to listen to him. And that is why today they are flocking to him. And the Pharisees, the self-righteous, those who were meticulous in observing the law, so it wasn't right for a rabbi to be with these people because they will contaminate him. 
because he will incur ritual impurity by mingling with sinners and tax collectors. And then they say, this man welcomes sinners and even eat with them. They have doubt about him. And Jesus knew what was happening and he tells them the parable of the lost sheep. Where the shepherd leaves the 99 in the wilderness in search of one sheep. You know, sheep, you know, are communitarian. When you isolate a sheep, it is in a big trouble. It panics. And it has to always do. Because it's supposed to be part of the flock, not to be isolated. So this man goes around looking for the sheep, and possibly it was in the night, as we did ours. Because it was only at the end of the day that they brought the sheep to the fold and they counted each one of them. So it is only in the evening that you see that you have missed one and he's going around looking for the sheep. And when he finds it, he carries that on the shoulder and he celebrates with his friend and neighbors. The same thing about a coin. A woman losing one or ten coins and a coin will be like the earnings of the husband for the day. And losing one meant a lot. So he looked for it. He lights the lamp and when he finds it, he celebrates with joy. So now, one sheep and one coin vis-a-vis one person which is more important the life of one person and that's why jesus says that if one sinner repents there is a big celebration among the angels of god in heaven so that means that if these shepherds were looking for the lost sheep if this woman is looking for a lost coin shouldn't it be our responsibility to look for the one that is lost. Shouldn't it be that our responsibility to look for those members of our community of faith who are lost, who are in their homes, who do not come to mass anymore, who have ostracized themselves from the community. The first one, the sheep, was the responsibility of the shepherd, isn't it? So maybe you say, oh, that is Father Godfrey's responsibility to go looking for these people. Good. But the second parable is the woman who was not the shepherd. But she saw herself, but probably he was not the the owner of that coin. Probably the husband. Because the husbands go to work and the ladies were at home. But she was responsible for those coins. In the same way, we are all responsible for the lost sheep, the lost coin, the lost individual in my neighborhood. You will know those we worship with in our neighborhood and at our workplaces. Have we 
taking the responsibility in looking for those lost ones or like the Pharisees we are even judging them St. Paul tells us in the first reading he said whether we live or die we are for the Lord so that individual who is going astray belongs to the Lord and it is the responsibility of you and I to look for them rather than judging them because we all have one judge and the judgment will be how we care for one another how we should concern for one another there's always a blessing when we are able to seek the sanctification and salvation of people and that is why i count myself blessed as a priest it's not because I'm holy. It's not because I'm special. But it is because that God is using me an unworthy instrument for the sanctification of many souls. And if the Lord is using me for the sanctification of the souls, certainly the blessings that is going to the souls that are sanctified Will not elude me and in the same way that grace and the blessings will not elude you if you make yourself an instrument of the Lord in bringing the stray sheep or quen back to the fold we spend too much time like the Pharisees thinking we are holier and therefore we don't have anything to do with those wicked people, those bad guys over there. Who are you to judge? Yes, an act will be evil, but who am I to judge the person thinking that the person is doomed, knowing very well that you and that very person you are condemning will both appear before the Lord at the judgment day. Look at how the Lord sees you. Look at how the Lord sees the other. And don't be judgmental. May the Holy Spirit help us to reach out to those who are ostracized, those who are in need of sanctification, so that in helping them, we will also be blessed. Amen.